Thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconado Show. Pastor Todd here. Today we're going to talk about how not to be deceived in today's very, very complex spiritual environment. I call it a minefield. How not to be deceived. How do I know that I'm getting good teaching? Well, we're going to go through that today. And I pray that the Holy Spirit leads us in this conversation because it's a very important one. All right, turn with me, if you got your Bibles, to Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. And while you're turning there, we're going to pray. Lord, we just thank you for this time where we get to get in your word. And Lord, many people write me on a daily basis and they say, Pastor Todd, is this person a false prophet? How do I know? How do I know if I'm being deceived? And so, Lord, I pray that this teaching today would help equip those that are listening, that they would set them up for success in their walk with you. And Lord God, that you take them from glory to glory, you protect them, you'd order their steps. And so we just thank you for this teaching today. Let your words be spoke in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Uh, yeah, every day people write me and they say, Pastor Todd, is this person a false prophet? Is that person a false prophet? And listen, I have no problem answering that question when people ask me if I know the person, I know their ministry. But the deal is, is like, I can't be on all day long, every day, you know, doing that. Uh, I have to focus on the main thing. The main thing is, of course, uh, getting people saved, set free, healed, delivered, being about the Great Commission, doing my job as a shepherd, as a pastor. I have to do my due diligence, my job as a pastor. And so I can't be uh, calling everybody out all day. Plus, you know, when you do call somebody out, you kind of get into an online war with them because whether they're a false prophet or they're not, I mean, if you're calling them out, you're saying they're a false prophet. Hopefully they are a false prophet. But if you're saying that, it doesn't mean that all their followers just, you know, automatically believe you. They're going to attack you and the person might attack you and it can, it can actually get pretty messy. And the problem is a lot of times non-believers are watching this and they're saying, well, if that's Christianity, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Because, you know, we got to remember there's a lot of people watching us and seeing how we act and how we respond and if we have the fruit of the Spirit. So that's why I don't like to make it my main thing is calling out people and you know, that's just not my job anyways, to be the, you know, the person that, you know, tells you if everybody's fake or not fake. I mean, I want you to be able to know that because there's, there's thousands, there's thousands upon that. If I name hundreds on my website, I still will only be, it'll be a drop in the bucket because there's so many false teachers. The Bible said this would happen. The Bible said in the last days, there's going to be a lot of false prophets and that's what we're seeing. And we're seeing a lot of deception. So the best thing, the, the absolute best thing for you is to be set up for success in a way that you can discern through the power of the Holy Spirit and that you have the ability to, to, you know, to know the scripture well enough. This is the key, to know the scripture well enough to worry right away. See, I'm not bragging, but I, I, I'm pleased that I've come to a place in my walk where I know the scripture well enough to where if I hear somebody saying something that's you know off biblically, I can discern that. Yeah, that's that's actually not what the Bible says, you know? Or the spirit in me will put a check in my spirit where I'll say something's off with what they're saying. That doesn't sound like how God operates. And then I can investigate. I can look in the scripture myself, study yourself to be approved. And then I can see what the scripture says. See, the, the scripture is the, is the manual. It's the roadmap. It will always get us where we need to go. So if you just know this, I've never seen somebody that knows the scripture well that is an unsuccessful person because it's literally, it's literally the roadmap. It's, it's the instruction manual for life. And so the problem is there's a lot of people that are trying to take shortcuts 
it's like it's like the cliff notes in college or high school you know they're trying to just read like real quick and okay i know it now no you don't you don't know it because you haven't taken the time study yourself approved you haven't taken the time to actually really study know the scripture you know and so and so you read the cliff notes or you don't even read it all there's a lot of people that just say well i have add i can't i can't focus on the bible so what they do is they just want to listen to other people and while there are some great teachers out there and, and you can actually become a very strong believer by doing just that, you got to be careful who you're listening to because some of those people that are doing that then get caught up in listening to the wrong voices that aren't speaking from the voice of God. And unfortunately, it's a mixed bag out there. There are good people that truly have the heart of God that are anointed and appointed for this hour that are walking in the fivefold ministry. And, and they are out there and the Lord is using them and he's blessing their ministry and people are being edified and set up for success by them. But there's also a group of people, and you know this and I know this, that are out there for profit, that are out there to fleece the saints. The Bible talks about it. And unfortunately, those that lack discernment or wisdom or babies, the scripture actually says they're, they're, they're because of false doctrine, they're, they're thrown to and fro. And, and this is a lot of folks out there. And, and I think it really comes out. Look, I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to make you feel bad about yourself. Have I been in this place before? Sure. Okay. I'm, the reason why I'm saying this is actually because I care about you. And because I get a lot of correspondence, a lot of letters of people asking me these types of questions. So I, I clearly know there's a need. So please understand, it's not me in any way making fun of you, attacking you, uh, condemning you, judging you. What I would love to see, and, and the mission of this broadcast, and what I'd love to see is for you to be set up for success and for you to grow in your faith and for you to be excited, be on fire for the Lord. And I think what railroads people, what gets a lot of people off track is unfortunately their lack of discernment, but it's because they don't know the scripture. And for whatever reason, they haven't got in the scripture. So let's actually read what it says in Ephesians. This is in the Amplified, Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. And when I preach, when I talk on the radio, when I do any of these things, I ask the anointing of the Holy Spirit to come because I know I only got 27 minutes right now on this broadcast to get this point across. And I want it to be anointed by God. I want you to get something out of this because I want, I want you to be set up for success. So it says this, look, Ephesians 4, 11 through 16, it says, and his gifts to the church were varied mm. and himself appointed some as apostles who are special messengers and representatives. Some as prophets who speak a new message from God to the people. Now, does that new message conflict with Scripture? No, it does not. Okay. Some as evangelists who spread the good news of salvation. I have definitely some evangelists in me. I spread the good news of salvation. Some as pastors. I am also a pastor and I'm also a teacher. Some operate in multiple giftings, by the way, uh, to shepherd and to guide and instruct. That's pastors and teachers. And he did this to fully equip and to perfect the saints. Does that mean we ever attain perfection? No, not until we're in glory. But what God's doing is he's, he's, he's sending us teachers and prophets and preachers and evangelists. He's sending us the fivefold so that we can be instructed. And he did this to fully equip and to perfect the saints, God's people, for the works of service, to build up the body of Christ, which is the church. And until we reach oneness in the faith, and in the knowledge of the Son of God. Who's that? Jesus. Growing spiritually. To become a mature believer. That's the goal. To become a mature believer. You don't want to stay at what I call level one. Yes, you're saved at level one, but you want to be going deeper in your walk so the Lord can use you in a greater way and you can bless him. 
you can be about his business because that's ultimately we are the body of Christ. So it's, it's to reaching the measure of fullness of Christ, manifesting his spiritual completeness and exercising our spiritual gifts in unity. Mm, imagine that. Imagine exercising our spiritual gifts in unity so that we are no longer children. What does that mean? Spiritually immature. We're not, we're not drinking milk anymore. We're now getting into to hard food, you know? We're not, we're not having baby food anymore. We're not tossed back and forth like ships on a stormy sea and carried about by every wind of what? Shifting doctrine. Hmm. Shifting doctrine. Obviously, the Lord knew this was going to be a problem. This is what's happening now. By cunning and trickery of unscrupulous men, by deceitful scheming of people ready to do anything for what? Personal profit. Hmm. But speaking the truth in love, this is what he wants us to do. Speak the truth in love in all things, both our speech and our lives, expressing his truth, not the truth of, of, of some gay person. Okay. I'm just being real. Not, not the truth of, of Barack Hussein Obama. Okay. Not the truth of Oprah Winfrey. No, I'm talking about his truth, the truth. There's not this truth and that truth and her truth and his truth. It's the truth. And that's his truth, God's truth, the truth, okay? Uh, and I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm just, this, this is the deal. This is the deal. Let us grow up in all things into him following his example, who is the head, Christ. From him, the whole body, the church, and all of its various parts, joined and fitted together firmly, knitted together, by what every joint supplies, when each part is working properly, causes the body to grow and mature, building itself up in what kind of love? Unselfish. Unselfish love. Okay, so that's that's one litmus test is if somebody's walking in unselfish love. And I think that scripture is very important because it, it breaks down the fivefold, the, the, the ministry giftings that the Lord gives for the edification of the body of Christ, for growth. And unfortunately, there's evil people, there's bad people, that purposely, they know that they're, they're lying. They know that they're fleecing the saints. And those people are wolves. And then there's people that mean well, and maybe they get one or two things wrong because they just made a mistake. That we have to have grace for. Because every preacher once in a while, listen, there's some very complicated things. Uh, when you teach every aspect of the Bible, I'm a pastor, I know this. I mean, you, you teach revelation. There are certain things sometimes you got to really research and study to make sure you're not saying something incorrect. So, you know, once in a while, a pastor may, may say something that's incorrect. Hopefully, you know, he or she can notice that and correct it, or the Holy Spirit will convict them, or somebody will come up in a very kind way and say, hey, you got that wrong, let me show you. You know, and that, that's fine. That's, I mean, it's a system of checks and balances. That's why we have elders and mentors and, you know, different people. But there's other people that intentionally, and they're good at it, they're actually anointed by the enemy to sow discord and confusion in the body and they're actually anointed, but it's a, it's a, it's not a Holy Spirit anointing. It's a demonic anointing where they're, they're literally sent in as wolves to, to disrupt the body of Christ, to fleece the saints. They're doing it for financial gain. They're doing it because there's literal witches and people that have been sent in the church just to confuse newer believers. And that's why the scripture says people are tossed to and fro. They're, they're tossed like, like in the sea, in the, in the storm, you know, it's tossed to and fro. Because they're, they're immature. They don't know. And so the, the key is for us to know the scripture. 
to know it ourselves, to, to take the time and to have an active prayer life. And you have an active prayer life and you're inquiring of the Holy Spirit and you come to know the voice of God because the scripture says, my sheep know my voice. You know, my, my sheep hear my voice. And so if you start to understand and know the voice of God, how do you know that? Because you have a personal relationship and you're, you're in a daily communication with God. So you get to know the voice of the Lord. You know what grieves him? And by the way, if you know his word, you know him because the word is living and it does not return back void. And so that's why I say, look, I mean, know the Bible. If you're a Christian and you love the Lord, one of the most important tasks, things that you need to do is to make sure you know scripture. You know the Bible, you hide it in your heart. It is gonna set you up for success in life. It is gonna help you not to be deceived. It is gonna help you not to fall into some false teaching or one of these people that are wolves. Because let me tell you, some of them are very talented, by the way, and they're very charismatic, and some of them are attractive people. I mean, the whole thing. And so there's another way that you can tell. It says, you know them by their fruit. By their fruit, you shall know them. Let's read it. Galatians 5, 22 through 23. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there's no law, meaning the Lord likes those things. He loves those things. He wants us to operate in this. This is how you know they're Christians. You know them by their love. You know them by their fruit. Actually, one of the fruit of the Spirit is love. So it makes it pretty simple. Now, there's another thing that the Scripture says, and this is something that I believe the Lord wants us to do, and it says, test the spirits. Test the spirits. And you can find this in 1 John 4. Okay, it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit. This is 1 John 4. But test the spirits to see whether they're from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this, you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children, you are from God and you have overcome them. For he who is within you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. But this we know, the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So why is God saying to test the spirits here in 1 John? Well, because there's there's other spirits out there other than the Holy Spirit. And so this is the one of the most basic things. But when you listen to somebody... And uh, first of all, if they have some kind of new knowledge, okay, or they're telling you like, you have to listen to me for you to understand the Bible, or you have to listen to me for you to hear from God. Well, that's right there, a telltale sign that they're a liar because you don't, okay? There's people that'll help you, that'll help you in your walk, that'll help you get to hear the voice of God better. And there's, you know, look, there's people in my life that I, I would say do that. That, you know, I have mentors and elders and people along the years that have, you know, helped me. The Lord spoke something to them for me. I received it because it bore witness in my spirit. It also went in align with the word of God. But I'm going to tell you something. Most of the time, almost all the time, uh, when somebody comes to me, if it's something that I've never heard before, it's the first time I'm hearing it. I'm not just going to take, like if somebody says, hey, Todd, you know, the Lord told me you're supposed to move to New York. 
you know, I have not heard that in my spirit. No one else has confirmed that. The Bible says in the mouth of two more witnesses, my word shall be established. I haven't heard that from anybody. So, so I'm not just going to, okay, let me get up and move to New York. Look, I'll pray about it. I'll ask the Lord, Lord, is that from you? Is that from your Holy Spirit? Are you telling me to move to New York, Lord? And usually he'll confirm that pretty quick for me because I know his voice. But so I, there's, just, there's some people, let's just be real, this is happening, that somebody will come up to them and they'll be professing to operate in the, in the prophetic and they'll say, the Lord told me this about you. You need to quit your job. Or the Lord told me this about you. You need to get out of that relationship. Or the Lord told me this about you. You need to buy a red car tomorrow. Or the Lord told me this. You need to go to Israel tomorrow. You know, something out there, right? You, you need to drop everything that you're doing and do this. Or you know, And it's just completely out of the blue. And no one else has said it to you. No one else has said it to you. And the Spirit hasn't said it to you, but this person says it to you. Listen, this is what you do with that. You throw it out. It's not from God. Now, if it is from God, it's going to be confirmed in the mouth of two more witnesses. It's going to be in alignment with his word. It's going to be in alignment with the spirit of truth in your life. But I'm going to tell you, it's almost ne never that something out of the blue like that happens and it's not confirmed and it doesn't bear witness in your spirit. And just because some person that says they're a prophet said it, it you don't have to listen to it. In fact, you'll mess up your life if you do in most cases. This is the problem. And so people are going to some of these voices out there as, as gurus instead of becoming deeper in the word. Listen, become a lover of the word. If you become a lover of the word, you're going to know the voice of God and you're going to understand how he works. And it's not some like mystery that some guru with really cool hair and a jacket or something, you know, that's like really stand out. I mean, people have this like whole thing now. It's like a whole persona. You know, it's like a character. And, and you know, people say, well, that's what a prophet should look like. That's what, you know, this person should look. And they, they look like it. They look like it. They talk like it. And, and they even talk like the scripture, you know, but it's not the scripture. Be careful from this. Be careful from this. Because this is where the, the, the people are being tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. What does he mean, every wind of doctrine? Well, because people are always coming up with some new gimmick, some new thing that's gonna make you this or make you that, or you're gonna be successful if you do this, or you know, one of these things that, you know, this is what people are saying these days. And unfortunately, because people don't wanna get into the scripture themselves, they take these people's words for what they're saying. They just take it, point blank. And they make a big life decision based off. And sometimes it ends up okay because God's grace is with you and you end up okay. But I'm just telling you, a lot of times you don't. Pastor Todd, why do you spend so much time on this? Well, I'm going to tell you because I go by what I hear and we have thousands of people writing us, you know, all the time. And I try to read as much as I can. And when I read and I hear so many people saying the same thing, Pastor Todd, can you please name the false prophets? Pastor Todd, can you please? And look, I love you and I want to do that. I want to do it to help you, to set you up for success, to answer your question. But the truth is, I can't name them all. There's too many. So what we need to do is we need to understand how to, there's just a lot. Look, I've been around for a while in the body, okay, in the, in the church. I've been around for a while. I've pastored for a long time now. And, you know, what I've realized is I'm, I've actually pastored a lot longer than, and I'm not saying this to brag, but a lot, you know, a lot of the big voices that are out there right now, some of them will tell me like, you know, I've been in ministry for 10 years. I say, oh, it's awesome. I mean, 10 years is a good amount of time. You definitely learn a lot in 10 years. You learn a lot in five years. You learn a lot in two years. But, you know, we've been doing this for 25 years. I mean, it's not like we're brand new. I've seen a lot of things happen, ups and downs. 
And I think that the Lord has allowed me to, to do that because that's very humbling, you know, to be in ministry that long and praise God. And there, there's something to longevity, trust me, because there's a lot of warfare, obviously. And so I, what I've noticed is that there's people that come and people that go. And there's people that serve God and get on fire and then they, they kind of lose their fire and then they go back and they backslide. And, you know, I see a lot of this over the years. And re, a lot of the reason is because they, they got tossed to and fro from a false doctrine, which then ultimately caused them to be hurt in the church because they were lied to about something. And, and what God is saying is, look, you can avoid all of this. You can avoid all this by just getting to know the scripture. It, you don't need to look for something exotic or something that's like, you know, some, some really, like, I get it. Like, you want to find people that you relate to, and that's good, so do I. But, but the truth is, you got to find somebody that's solid, if you're going to listen to, and, and, and I'm not saying don't listen to anybody. Like, obviously there's fivefold ministry people. Obviously there's real prophets. We have them on our show. But what I'm saying is like, become a self-sustaining Christian to where the fact is that like, even if you didn't listen to a prophet for a couple months, mm, you would still be growing. Why? Because you're in the scripture and you're hearing the voice of God and you're yearning for his voice and the truth you're, you're hungering and thirsting for righteousness. You have a daily prayer life. You don't need to hear from the guy that calls every couple of days and tells you, you got to do this, you got to do that. Well, who is this guy? And, and what, what, he's right all the time. Is he really right all the time? I don't, you know, let, let's just be real. I mean, just because he, he comes across like some really holy guy or some really, you know, and, and again, there are some voices in our lives that God puts there for a reason to help guide us in different seasons. But again, it should all be bearing witness. If you're a newer believer, don't get into the, it's like a crack addiction. Don't get into the addiction that you have to hear from somebody else. Learn to know God for yourself. Get into the scripture. Study yourself approved. My sheep hear my voice. Learn to know the voice of God and, and have, have relationship with him on a daily basis. Get into his word. His word is a lamp unto our feet. You won't be deceived if you know the word. You won't be deceived if you, if you study the word. And so it's going to bear witness in your spirit. This is for the long term, how you're going to be a sustainable Christian. This is for the long term. So you don't have to, I mean, look, I, again, I'm not against it. Like if you come and I'm your pastor and you say, Pastor Todd, is, is this prophet legit? especially if I'm your pastor, I'm going to tell you what I think about it. Well, I, I feel a little bit of a check in my spirit from them. I'd be careful. Or, you know, they say some good things, but sometimes they're off. Or, you know, I think they're a good person or I think that they're pretty spot on. Maybe, you know, once in a blue moon, they make it something off. But I think for the most part, they're solid. Now, I'll tell you what I feel, but I want you to learn that. I want you to learn how to discern that. And, and that comes from the relationship and the time in the presence of God. And that's why I can't emphasize it enough. Look, I get the prophet, the prophetic is cool. And it's cool when somebody gives you some extra knowledge that you might otherwise not have had. And again, we agree there are prophets, there are real prophets, there are real evangelists, there are real preachers, teachers. You know, thank God for apostles. They're, they're all there. And, and we're supposed to work together for the edification, the growth of the body. Not for our own mission. I mean, you know, it, it, obviously, if it's in line with the Lord, that's one thing. But I'm saying it's not for our own, you know, to, to prop us up, to prop our ministry name up, to prop who we are. No, what God is saying is, look, you know, this is for the edification of the saints, for the body. Some are hands, some are legs, some are feet, some are arms. We all come together for the growth, 
for the for the souls for the for the harvest of souls the harvest is plentiful labors are few this is it he wants us to to be preparing you know for him to come back for a church without spot nor wrinkle but he has warned us very clearly that especially in this hour there are going to be people that are liars schemers and so i don't want you to be taken back by that i don't want that to, to disrupt your walk I don't want that. I don't want you to be so hurt from one of these people that in the name of Christ lied to you. And then you say, well, forget church. and I'm going to go back in the world. That's exactly what the devil wants. So instead, we just got to be mature Christians to the place where we have come to an understanding of, look, I may not have an answer right now on this. And I'm asking the Lord. I'm seeking the Lord to see what he says about this. But until I have an answer, I'm not going to move. I'm going to wait on the Lord. I'm going to be still and wait. And I believe he's going to speak to me. And he will. He will. He will. He will. If you seek the Lord, you will find him. If you, if you ask the Lord something, he will answer you in, in his way. He will. I promise you. He's never left me uh, to where I don't have an answer for something. He, he will confirm it. And sometimes I'm a little stubborn. And, you know, I have to, like, the Lord spoke to me already, but I'm just not sure and I'll say, well, Lord, I need a confirmation. Not only will he confirm it, he'll confirm it multiple times. If I'm unsure about a person, instead of me just point blank, just listening to what they say, I will go to the Lord and I will go to scripture and I will look at what they said from a scriptural standpoint. I'll see if it bears witness to the scripture. If it's in line with scripture and if it's God, if God is, is putting it on my heart because I've already had the conviction of that. I've already, somebody's already, you see, when people come to me, like I have a rabbi that's a, a, a Christian and he, he calls me sometimes when the Lord gives him an unction and he'll call me and say, I feel like this for today. Almost nine times out of 10, maybe every time, honestly, because he's in line with the spirit of God and I trust him. When he calls me, it's something that God has already put on my heart and he's just confirming it. That's how it should be most of the time. Because if it's something brand new, then you got to take it to the Lord and you got to make sure you get the confirmation and you make sure that it bears witness in your spirit and it's in line with the word of God. You don't have to listen to somebody just because they said, I'm a prophet of God. Unless it's confirmed in the mouth of two more witnesses and it's in alignment with the scripture and it bears witness in your spirit. And this is where I think a lot of people are getting messed up. And so look, the key is everything that's said outside of scripture from somebody that comes to you and says, God told me this, take it to the Lord. Ask the Holy Spirit, is this of you? If you're listening to a new person online and it sounds good, they sound good, and they got the whole character and the whole thing, just make sure it's actually God. And they're not just a demonically anointed person that looks like God and they're a real good counterfeit because there's a lot of real good counterfeits out there. All right, I wish I could get into this more, but hopefully this helps you. I just pray in Jesus' name that God gives you wisdom and discernment. Thank you, Lord, for this teaching today. We, we pray that it would seal in the heart of every believer, and we praise you and we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the broadcast. We'll be back again next week, and we love you so much. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. And if you want to visit our website, you can go to pastortodd.org. That's pastortodd.org. God bless you, and we'll see you again soon.